Welcome to the Alaskan Journey Podcast. My name is Jim Gerker. I'm a realtor in South Central Alaska, and my mission is to help people to build an intentional and significant legacy for themselves and their families by coaching them in real estate. The purpose of this podcast is to answer the questions that those of you have who are thinking about moving to Alaska and also present the authentic stories of those who are currently living on the last frontier. And today, I we uh, get the privilege to uh, interview someone who I actually worked with just recently. He moved up here, so he's got a very um, kind of a unique perspective on moving to Alaska, considering he just did it literally about a month and a half ago at this point. <laughs> so without further ado, please welcome Alan Fox. Thanks. Uh, glad to be here. <laughs> Good deal. So I guess let's go and just jump in here then. Um, so what appealed to you about moving to Alaska? You know, just because you're, um, you know, your, your industry and your job is very flexible. So what specifically appealed to you about Alaska? Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, appeal about it. Um, it. It's, it's a um, beautiful place to live. If, any, if, you've ever, if anybody's ever visited, they can attest to that. But um, visiting somewhere and living in a place is very different, different things. Um, but, uh, I was looking for, uh, work, uh, really good to kind of further my career. And, um, I had some opportunities that came available up here and, uh, really just jumped on it. We were, uh, excited to move the family up here and kind of experience this uh, last frontier for ourselves. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. It's been, it's been an experience. That is for sure. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's it's not quite as easy as just moving across the state line in the lower 48. There's a lot that goes into it. Oh, yeah. A lot more logistics, a lot more cost, um, a lot more planning. There's a lot of things that you don't necessarily think about. And then when you're in the process of moving here, you're like, oh, that that those things become apparent. Things you wish wouldn't think of, um, you know, if you're just moving in town or from one state to another in the lower 48. So it's definitely, um, it's definitely been interesting and uh, a lot of things that you, you learn. Good deal. And we'll, uh, we'll be jumping in kind of into those specific things that you learned here. Um, but I guess backing up for a second, was there any specific moment you can remember that really just made you decide I'm, I'm moving to Alaska or for you, was it kind of a gradual Thing where you just woke up one morning and it's like well okay i guess we're going to alaska <laughs> um no i mean it, so we uh, i did a i've done a couple trips here in the past and it was always in the summer and it's so beautiful and i remember the last time i was up here it was probably two years ago i want to say in the summer and it was i mean it was just amazing we were you know in anchorage was visiting some friends we were sitting outside barbecuing and it was like 11 o'clock and still nice and light out. And, and uh, we were just, we were just, I was just like, man, I love it here. It's so nice. It's just, it's, it's just the, the, the climate, the environment, the people, kind of the culture. Um, I just was digging it. And um, ever since then, I've been like, man, I'd really love to move up uh, and, and do that move. But like, it wasn't really practical, right? Like it wasn't, it wasn't like a thing I can just, do um so i decided to do it in the middle of winter in the middle of the pandemic uh i thought that would be the best <laughs> easiest way to do it uh but um no no i mean like it, you know it, it really a uh, job opportunity came, became available and uh really really helped and i uh jumped on it. 
So yeah, that was a big, big deal. Man, that's awesome. So what parts of Alaska did you visit while you were up here? Uh, mostly, so I've, um, mostly just the Anchorage area of the Valley, uh, Anchorage, and then, um, some of the, um, uh, you have Palmer and yeah, basically there. And then I've uh, been down to the, like, um, did a bunch of boat tours and stuff out of uh, winter and stuff like that. So, Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Good deal. Well, you've, um, have you been to the Kenai Peninsula yet? Not yet. I am excited uh, to go <laughs> when we get some weather. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. I mean, actually you can, I mean, if you get a little time here, I mean, definitely go ch- take a trip down to Seward or, mm-hmm. or Homer. It's, you know, just kind of a small town off the grid a little bit and just a good place to kind of disconnect. But, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put that, but that on your bucket list for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's definitely on there. It's like, uh, there's so much to see this place is, it's just the size is it's, it's humongous place. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's another good question. So, I mean, a lot of people kind of don't really appreciate just how big Alaska is just cause it's not really drawn to scale. Um, very true. Yeah. It's absolutely enormous. Like, yeah, I mean, and and the people just kind of are used to that scale that live here. I think, um, when I first moved here, my average work commute was five minutes. I lived in a, you know, I lived in Oregon, very easy to get around. And, um, yeah, here it's not, I mean, it's not hard to get around, but it's just, everything is spread out a lot more. I mean, just Anchorage, the city of Anchorage itself is the, the amount of area that it is, is a large, much larger than people think. Um, at least for me, it was, um, yeah. And, and driving from work. So I live in the Valley is, you know, and living in the Valley and then driving to, uh, Anchorage for work is that's a journey. It's a 40, 45 right. minutes one way, depending on weather. So yeah, you got, it's something you have to get used to if you're not used to those long commutes. Right. I mean, luckily the, the scenery is pretty good along the way, so it helps. <laughs> it's usually dark in the winter, but yes, it's, Hell yeah, it's true, very, true. very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do it in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So you kind of mentioned the, the culture also was kind of, um, was kind of an appealing aspect of it too. Can you kind of talk a little bit about that also? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's just a little more relaxed. Um, the the this current state of affairs in the U.S. is just a bit crazy for me, and uh, it definitely seems to be a little more laid back up here. People seem to be a little more friendly. Uh, at least that's my impression from living here full time for like two months ish. Um, and you know, it, it's just you know, it's just a, it's, it's that 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 is a real a big draw, right? So for me, anyway, it was just kind of kind of getting out of that. Um, that craziness, uh, especially in, uh, Oregon, it's a very, um, it's just very political. Everything's very political. And, mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's good to just kind of get away from that whole thing for a while for forever, <laughs> honestly <laughs> for me. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, that, that, that part of it was great. Um, the outdoors, the, the, uh, you know, just the, the, the kind of stuff you can do up here and, yeah, I love it. It's been it's been a wonderful transition. Good deal. So I guess moving on a bit more to the kind of specifics of the moving up here. Um, you 
decided to to take the ferry to um, um to get up here and we could probably do an entire podcast just talking about the yeah. ferry experience i'm sure but <laughs> i mean it, it was something that i hadn't really considered um or even really knew about i mean but what an experience it was um you know during covid times we didn't have a lot of option for like the Canadian borders closed, but they'll let you drive through, but there's a whole bunch of restrictions. Um, there's a time limit. Uh, it was winter. Um, and so we started to look at like, okay, how else can we do this? Like ship our stuff, right. And fly up or, and, um, somebody, I don't remember who it was had mentioned, Hey, you should look at the ferry. And so I was like, ah, okay, whatever. And so we did, and it leaves out of Bellingham in Washington and it just, you know, you spend five days sailing, um, on a, you know, small ship and it's not tiny, it's pretty big, but like, and yeah, we, we ended up, um, coming up across the Gulf into Witter and, and, uh, drove up to, um, Wasilla where my home is. So, uh, that was an experience and it, it, it's, it's definitely, uh on par expense wise with shipping your stuff which is very expensive by the way right uh and i don't i didn't uh, you know i'm single it's just me and my son so we, you know i don't have a ton of stuff and it was fairly pricey when i was looking at like hey what does it cost to ship my stuff uh or you know to drive it like you know get a vehicle to drive it and uh the boat was you know in line with those costs so uh, it wasn't crazy, but uh, it was definitely more expensive than I was anticipating. Um, and yeah, they, they they were great. I mean, I have a dog and my dog did the whole thing ride. And, and uh, you know, we just drove onto the ferry with a small U-Haul with all our stuff in it with the dog and sailed up here. And yeah, it was a, it was actually a pretty relaxing way to spend five, five days. There's, there's no internet. There's no, just, just the boat, people on the boat. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I if I had to, because I mean, I've used done every method to get up here at this point, and honestly, I think the ferry is my favorite way, just because you shut off the electronics, you're just you're sitting on the deck, just watching the the scenery go by. You're seeing all that all the southeastern towns and small cities. Yeah, I've never seen such robbed. It's it's absolutely gorgeous, like. Even in the winter, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. The, the, we had really calm seas, um, which was interesting because, you know, it takes the inside passage. Right. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is going to be, you know, miserable. I'm going to be seasick. But it was so <laughs> easy and smooth and and uh, run really well. I was really surprised. Like, I was pretty happy with the whole experience. I was, um, I was not sure how it was going to be. Uh, with the uh, especially with COVID and the regulations, and but it, it once you got past that part of it, it was actually really really great trip. My son and I, he's sixteen, um, he, you know, he I thought he was going to die without his electronics for a few days, but he <laughs> actually it was great for him. He we just we actually got to talk and we played a lot of card games and board games, and yeah, it was it was, it was highly recommended if anybody can. You can do that. It was the coolest, one of the coolest trips I've taken, uh, especially when you're moving, dealing with all that stress. So it was pretty, pretty great. Yeah. I mean, another really nice thing about the ferry is, I mean, you're just in a frantic, frantic, like 
mode of doing, 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 getting ready to, to get on the ferry and getting everything ready to, to move. And then it's like ferry. And then it's just shut everything down for three, three to five days. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, that was amazing. Cause I was so stressed out. I mean, the logistics of moving that many miles. I and mean, if you look at it, it's a long way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, making sure you're there on time, making sure we had our COVID tests, making sure we had, you know, we were doing our um, quarantine, you know, to make sure we didn't get infected since we got tested. All the, all right. this stuff is crazy. And then, you know, our packing of our stuff and hauling it from Oregon up through Washington. We were in Eastern Oregon. So hauling that all the way to, to Bellingham, uh, it's very stressful. And, and yeah, getting on the boat was great because you just get on the boat and it just kind of, you know, you can just relax and take a deep breath and <laughs> you get to recover for the whole trip. And, and it's just gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's probably the, the best way to do it. And I mean, they've got a little arcade game on the back, but that's really about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't see that. We uh, They had a movie theater. I mean, the boat's nice. It's a it's decent. We had a little cabin and you can rent a cabin or you can camp in a tent. I mean, you can make a whole thing of it. So there's a lot of cool options. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, not cap- camped out on the deck yet, but thought about yeah, it. Yeah, during, it was a little, I mean, it was a little cold. For, yeah, for yeah. During during the summertime, more more practical, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good deal. All right, so kind of going back a little bit to the expense. Then, obviously, we know it's kind of a, a scale. The sooner they get the schedule out and you make a reservation, the cheaper it is. But mm. yep. just as kind of a range for somebody moving. Yeah, I mean, it can, it, so when I got the initial quote, so it, and it really depends on if you're buying a home or not, right? So, because there's a whole schedule around that, right? And and as you are well aware, as a realtor, it, it doesn't always go to schedule. Um, like it rarely goes to schedule. Right. <laughs> um, and and so, it, you know, you, you can't wait too long because it gets very, very expensive. And if you do it too early, then you run the risk of, well, we had later closing and then you're hunting around for somewhere to stay and that could get even more crazy and expensive. Um, so I kind of tried to split it down the middle. And I think um, for myself, my son, the dog, because uh, they charge you for the, 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 the animal and then the size of my vehicle, which was my truck and, you know, U-Haul trailer. I think it was just under $8,000 for the whole trip. So Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Uh, it certainly wasn't inexpensive. I mean, uh, you know, and it takes longer, but um, totally worth it. In my opinion, I would have, I'm so glad we did it that way versus driving the highway or, um, you know, doing a shipping fly thing. Um, Cause that would have been faster for us, but you know, it, it, it's just as expensive. It's really expensive to ship your stuff. That's that many miles. Um, Cause they just truck it up. <laughs> on the highway too so yeah i mean of the logistics of getting it something up here is you have to be very there's a reason we don't get a lot of amazon prime services up here um yeah that's all we can talk about that topic in fact we should probably talk about that topic for people that are thinking about moving up here that is that is a big deal um shipping is a i i've been here too much i'm still i'm getting my blinds for my house next week finally um I'm still waiting on, on a bed that we ordered, you know, eight weeks ago. <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, like shipping is a thing. Like if you can find the stuff locally, which you can't, you can find a lot of stuff locally. There's, you know, there's stores and Anchorage is a big city, you know, and um, even out here in Wasilla, we've got, you know, there's tons of 
stores and department stores, chains and stuff that you can get stuff at. But if you have to order anything, uh, it takes longer. Prime takes longer. Um, um, Prime definitely takes longer. And that is uh, assuming that uh, you've worked things out with the post office, which that has been the probably the biggest like bad experience that we've had in Alaska is, is the post office is um, it, it leaves something to be desired. Yeah. Is it um, <laughs> just hard getting it set up or um, it's hard getting it set up. Uh, it, I mean, you know, it's, it, it's very, very busy. Like if you have to go talk to someone and try to get this done, it, it takes, a, it's taken a lot of effort and time and, everything's delayed always. Like it doesn't even matter once you've it set up. I mean, if you order something on Amazon, they'll be like, Oh, it'll be there on this date. It never shows up on that. date. It's always two to three days longer than that. Yeah. And, and that's if they decide to deliver it or sometimes they hold it at the post office. Or sometimes they just send it back. It just depends on what kind of mood they're in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been, uh, it's been interesting to say the least to try to, to try to get that done. So yeah, you got to just be, you make bigger orders and less of them. I think um, you don't make as many. The, the, the plus side is, you know, I don't make as many um, impulse purchases. Like, Oh, I should get one of those. I'll grab it off Amazon or whatever. So you got Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like something's got to be said for ordering electronics in Alaska. Cause it's, it's a little different up here too. Um, I am going to avoid ordering something from the lower 48 and having it shipped up here during the winter time. Yeah. Because that's a long, long transportation route that it has to go. And the chances are good. It's going to get left out in the cold at least once. Yep. Yeah. I've, um, I've learned my lesson on that. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And I work in the tech field. So there's some things that I'm setting up my, you know, you have a new home, you're setting up a new home. You just, you just can't get locally. Like I can't find this like no one has it in stock so um you kind of got to do that sometimes but yeah it's definitely plan ahead for that kind of stuff um yeah um and then like big purchases like appliances are a thing like so when we bought our house obviously a new home it was a new construction so we had to get a refrigerator we had to get a washer and dryer those things just aren't around like especially when they're they're in high demand Right. They don't stock a lot of them, so they have to ship it. Um, so when you go to buy appliances, it was like, what do you have in stock? And it's like, here, there's, because they got 20 models on the, on the floor at Home Depot. But when you go to buy something, it's like, what do you actually have here? And they're like, these two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I've... so, I mean, that's, that's the thing. You kind of got to be willing to deal with that or wait for a substantial amount of time. To, six to eight weeks is typically what you see for that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of been my experience, even in, in just Eagle river, they're like, I mean, I'll go to, to cotton new comments, go shopping for something at Best Buy. You know, I get all emotionally invested in buying this item. Then they're like, Oh, sorry, we don't have it in stock. You're going to have to go to drive all the way to, to South Anchorage to, to pick this up now. <laughs> yes. If you drive 30, 40 here, minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask what they have in stock first. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is the, single best piece of advice <laughs> that's pro tip number one <laughs> yeah like just ask what's in stock <laughs> you, it, you know it's a long time to wait for like a bed or blinds or a refrigerator um and then you know yeah that's that was a that was a that's been the, the biggest thing that's been like a, 
it's not that I didn't expect it. It's just been like, wow, they're not kidding. Like this is ridiculous. Sometimes, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Good deal. So what is kind of the impression so far that you have of homes in Alaska? Uh, in where, I guess that would be. The <laughs> so I have, there's different opinions. There are different uh, impressions based on where you're at. I mean, so when we first were looking, uh, I work in Anchorage, uh, I, I get to telecommute a lot, so I'm, I'm kind of spoiled. Uh, but when I have to go into the office, which isn't very often, it's in Anchorage. So um, we started looking at Anchorage and my, my impression of Anchorage is, you know, it's a, it's a great town. Like I like it better than a lot of places I've been in the country. Um, but, but the homes are older. Right. And so there's, uh, and they're, they're more expensive, like any major Metro area. Um, and then, you know, you, you start getting out, you go to the Eagle river, you go to the Valley and it's, it's a different, it's a different story. Um, uh, the, I think the, the, there's different value propositions and different, different things you can look at. So um, it really depends on if you're going to be commuting or not and how important um, the commute time is. If it's, if you're comfortable driving, you know, 20, 30 minutes, uh, it, uh, great. If you, if you're good with an hour commute, um, you can, you can look further out and come here to the Valley and, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, I looked every, we, as you know, we looked everywhere and, and uh, we ended up yeah, selling we, on the valley. So <laughs> yeah, we had that uh, had that one Saturday. I think we saw thirteen homes in one day. <laughs> yeah, in acreage there, and um, you know, it was just kind of yeah, it was stressful. That was like a lot of homes in you know a short amount of time, and then we made an offer on one, and there was already two other offers on it by the end of the day. So it was just yeah, it was it was rough. Um, and um, you know, schools are a big deal too, right? Like where where your home is, and and um, the schools vary wildly, which was also, I mean, it's not surprising, but I mean, like I didn't realize the gaps were as big as they are. Right. So, right. um, where we moved up here, uh, the school here is fantastic. It's new. Um, and the cost they spend per student is more or I should, maybe, maybe better spent, um, from my perspective anyway, and my son's perspective. So um, that's kind of a big deal too. If you're, if you have kids and you're looking at moving, you want to make, you want to make sure that they're in a good school and, and that, you know, good school is that's relative, right? Like right. you have to decide <laughs> what's important to you and, and your kids, but yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. All right. Now I'm going to go ahead and just hit you with, um, some general questions I get all the time and, um, let you, uh, let you go and answer these from your perspective now. Sure. Um, how expensive is everything? We've kind of talked about them, kind of the electronics a little bit and the shipping, but how expensive just is kind of everything in general? Yeah. So I heard this before uh, coming up here and I watched, I watched, you had some videos on your YouTube channel about this that were fantastic. Uh, and if you get, if people are listening to this and they haven't seen those, go watch them. They are really, really, really good. Uh, but the, the, I was prepared for, oh man, it's going to be way more expensive to live in Alaska. And I got to be honest, that's, that has not been the case. Um, so from where I'm from in, in Oregon, I was from, I was in Bend, Oregon. Um, the housing's more affordable here than Bend, Oregon by a lot. Um, the gasoline prices are better here. Um, I pay more for um, gas because I use more uh, because my heating and my dryer and all that stuff is gas up here where it was electric in in Oregon. 
my electric bills pretty much the same. Uh, but then again, I'm using less. So, you know, than I did. Organize. So it kind of, it's been a wash for me, right? Like if you look at my utilities, they're about the same. Um, you know, I, I can't, they're the, the, the percentage of difference is negligible. Uh, I can't really, you know, say, Oh, it's so much more expensive here. Um, I think there are things that are definitely more expensive here. Um, food is more expensive here, but not terribly, um, a little bit, but like for as far as it's been shipped. So in some cases I'm like, eh, um, there's a great local store, uh, that, you know, we shop at up here in Wasilla by the closer to our home. It's a three, one of the three bears, Alaska stores here. It's, it's been wonderful. It's basically like a mini Costco, um, so you yeah, can get they, all the Kirkland uh, stuff. And yeah, they know. really are um, a state treasure. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Um, and, and, you know, you're, you're buying like the Costco stuff, but, you know, I, I did that anyway. So I, I can't really say that it's been more expensive overall. Um, and there's been some things that are cheaper. There's some things that are more expensive. Um, my internet here is better, which is weird because I'm far more rural. Um, but my internet service is way better. Um, and it's cheaper, so I and faster. And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Man, like, that's so. That, that I mean, I don't know if mind. I'm not yeah. typical, but like, I literally have not seen a big price increase except with food, and it's minor. I will say that if you eat out a lot or that kind of stuff, that stuff's way more expensive. Yeah, um, like insanely more expensive. Um, I, you know, we went out to pizza the other night up here at a place called Locals, and. I think for, you know, my son and myself to eat and a, a beer, it was like, you know, $50, which yeah. is, you know, that's like, you know, a little bit more than I'm used to paying for two people to have a pizza. But, um, and it's been like that everywhere you go from anywhere, like fast food or, or that stuff is eating out is definitely more expensive, but I don't eat out a lot. So it's not, I don't know, maybe I'm not your typical example, but <laughs> I have not seen this like huge increase in, in cost of living. Um, it's about the same or less uh, if you factor in housing costs. Right. And that's kind of, kind of been what I've seen as well. Um, I just know a lot of people, I mean, they might be looking at a part of the country where the cost of living is r- really low. Alaska is, I think about 34% above the average. Yeah. And, and I think you were, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like I'm front line. I moved from a ridiculously kind of expensive place. Like Bend, Oregon is not a cheap place to live. Like it is not. Um, it's gotten more expensive over the years, but yeah, I think maybe I'm compared, maybe my comparison is um, off. <laughs> right. Cause if I, if I was moving from like, you know, Missouri, right. Or somewhere like that, it would be, I, I bet you'd be a lot more expensive. Yeah, well, there's that, but I also tell people, hey, you're going to be paying more, but you're also not going to be making, you know, your West Texas wages here. You're going to be making Alaska wages, and that's significantly higher. Uh, yeah, like I was, I mean, I yeah, the wage wage thing is, uh, there's definitely an average higher salary here, I think, for a lot of stuff. Um, I'm making... I took a slight pay cut, um, but I also have less responsibilities in my current role. So I'm not complaining at all. It's been a, it's been fantastic. <laughs> I, yeah, so, but um, yeah, like uh, you make, I make decent money and I haven't really seen my costs go up from moving from kind of an expensive area in the lower 48. So good deal. 
All right. So you've been at this about a month and a half, two months at this point. Um, how are you adjusting to the cold? Because you kind of just jumped into this with both feet here. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it is cold. Um, it, it. I think the first couple of nights we were here, it was like 10 degrees or nine degrees or something like that. <laughs> uh, so um, it was cold. It, and um, yeah, it, not a big deal. To, uh, you know, you know, I don't. I'm not outside a lot in the winter, obviously, but, um, for me personally, you know, it doesn't really bug me too much. I don't, uh, my son loves it. He, he hates the heat. So he is kind of weird that way. He, I, you know, he doesn't sleep with his window open or anything crazy, but, uh, <laughs> it is, it is cold and it's been fine though. Like, you know, like have a good, have a good car. Um, when you move up here, don't, don't move up here with a Prius. Um, have a good car with a good heater. Heated seats are a huge plus. Heated steering wheels even better. Um, we, you know, I use my garage to actually park in. Garages up here are fantastic, by the way. They're they're great, and uh, they're heated. And uh, so my car is like sixty degrees in my garage. <laughs> Man, so that's it a... it's not a big deal. Like it, it did take a little while to get adjusted to. Um, ben Ben's cold in the winter, but not. Uh, and really hot in the summer, but not, um, not like here. Yeah. And, and in fact, I've gotten to the point now I've been here two months and, and I'm like, Ooh, it's, I like it when it's colder than when it's like 30 degrees. Cause when it's like 30, 32 degrees, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I have a death grip on my steering wheel whenever I drive anywhere, but when it's 10 degrees, there's no snow on the road and everything's super dry and it's easy to get around. So yeah. Yeah. That was surprising to me. I didn't think about that. And I'm like, wow, that is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, because I remember when you got up here, it was, um, yeah, the infamous time I drove down your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> that is something else that people should think about when they're buying a house. Um, and I was warned. Um, but yeah, the driveways are a big deal. Like my driveway is, uh, I guess, what people would consider fairly steep. Uh, the first time I saw it, it wasn't covered in snow. And I was like, ah, it's no big deal. And I have a four wheel drive vehicle. So I don't, I don't care, <clears throat> but you do need to think about it, uh, because it's not just you that has to drive in and out of your driveway, the mail service, the UPS, the FedEx guys, the, uh, people delivering your appliances, your realtor who gets stuck in your driveway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, not a, not a proud moment. <laughs> we yeah, were out I mean, there for like 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. yeah. Full Honda hybrid up the steep driveway. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, we got Hey, we got it. Um, but again, people were super friendly. Uh, my new neighbor came over. He, he just towed us right out of there with his, uh, with his big board. So that was perfect. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it's been, that's a big deal in the, in the winter. Um, I, I haven't had any trouble with it, but all these other people around me are like, I'm not driving down your driveway. Like, forget that. Um, yeah. And that's, so. that's a really good, that's a really good point that we'll, uh, we'll keep in mind for, um, uh, future clients yeah. too. Cause yeah. yeah, I didn't care about it. I was like, nah, I don't care, man. My, I have a Nissan and it's got four wheel drive and it just goes anywhere. I didn't care, but uh, yeah. yeah, the other people, they it's like, Oh yeah. I, I had a cleaning service that was doing some workforce get stuck as well. Like it's been, I, I wonder, yeah. I wonder if you can like, just make some steps going down like that hill <laughs> yeah, and right? just, Tell people, hey, park at the top, walk down. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a summer project that we have talked about. Um, yeah, 
because we have a there's a small hill. It's not that steep, really. I mean, but it's it's so it is when there's ice all over it. It's it can be steep. Yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing that uh, this is another pro tip when it starts warming up, like the snow gets soft and like squit squishy for less wow, yeah. better word but it just absorbs all the energy from your car and where you might have been able to get up that little hill when it was 10 degrees zero degrees something like that when it's like 30 like it's uh, completely different like you you just can't get up it it's yeah, rough yeah it can be rough yeah because i mean i got stuck there and then a couple days later i got stuck in another driveway and had to be the dude in distress and go ask the neighbor for help again. So <laughs> <laughs> not a yeah, not a good moment in any man's life. <laughs> I mean, your your car is excellent for gas mileage. I will give it that. But um, yeah, <laughs> want to go off roading with it? No. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's a little rough for that. But the, <laughs> I mean, on the flip side, like I have a great vehicle, but I only get seventeen miles to the gallon. So <laughs> that's true. A more expensive when you're driving to Anchorage. That's true. So you kind of got to prioritize a little bit. <laughs> yep. Those are the trade-offs you make when you move up here and you're living up here in Alaska. Those are the things you got to think about that you never would think about before. Like I was never cared how much gas mileage my vehicle got. I didn't drive that far. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. All right. So, um, so you've been up here for about two and a half, three months at this point. So in what way were your expectations right about what Alaska would be like? Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they were, they were, uh, my expectations were, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be this crazy remote. It's going to be like, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to get around. It's going to be, you know, but you know, surrounded by, it's going to be, you know, absolutely gorgeous, which that has absolutely, uh, even out, I can't even explain it. There's no words for the, the beauty that the state holds and has. Um, but it, it hasn't been as bad. I, I was expecting like, Oh, it's, it's going to be hard to get around. I'm never going to be able to get to work on time. It's going to be so expensive. And, I haven't found any of those things to be true. So I'm pleasantly surprised by that. I'm super happy that those expectations were set in the wrong direction uh, because the reality is definitely a lot better. And um, three bears is great. Like that place is a treasure. Like it is, <laughs> it's like a local <laughs> chain, but man, it is convenient and they just, they're great. They have stores where you wouldn't think it. And wow, this makes things are just easier than I thought they were going to be by, by far. So that's been great deal so you've kind of um sounds like you kind of answered this one already but next question was just going to be so in what ways have your expectations been wrong yeah i mean that that was that's that, that was is the, the main thing um you know and people i wasn't sure about people either and my expectations about the people are were wrong uh, in a great in a good way i mean in a really good way so like i've met a lot of great people up here in the in the last two months so um, I was worried about that. I didn't know what I was going to find, you know, especially living out here no more, uh, in the country, you know, which I grew up in the country. So it's been a nice return kind of to that, to that, um, that lifestyle. It's been pretty, pretty nice. And everybody's been super friendly. Yeah. I mean, so what is, what's been people's reactions when you tell them that you're, you know, just moved up here? 
Um, well, it's better than people's reactions in Oregon when people say they just moved there from California. Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> in, in Oregon, that, that's, 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 uh, people are like, oh, I just moved here from California. And people are like, yeah, go home. Um, <laughs> not very friendly in that way, in that way. But up here, it's been great. Like, um, people always ask, oh, how are you liking it in the, you know, the winter? You know, that's like always the first question. Like, oh, how, how is it? You know, are you, are you adapting to the winter and the cold? And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're good. Like that, that part's great. Um, <laughs> You're sitting there I, and like I think that surprises parkas. a lot of people. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. That definitely has surprised people. They're like, oh. I think they're thinking that most people, are, I, I mean, I do, I think a lot of people do move up here. They don't, they can't acclimate to it. The, the cold and the dark, uh, it's a double whammy in the winter. Um, I think I can see where that could be really hard for a lot of people. Um, for me, I'm a tech guy. I spend a lot of time looking at monitors and screens, so it, I, it doesn't bother me, but I'm a unique snowflake that way, I guess. <laughs> Fair <clears throat> enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I think the the thing is that in Alaska, it is such a transitory state that really no one has been here long enough to to talk crap to anyone who's new in town. That's just really, that's, and that's kind of a nice thing about it. Cause you got a lot of people coming in with the military, a lot of people coming in with oil and both of those are just very transitory. So that's just kind of the nature. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and to that point, I mean, that maybe that's an expectation that I was shocked by. It's, it's way, it's far more diverse uh, than I thought it was going to be just from like a population of people standpoint. There's a lot of people with a lot of different viewpoints, a lot of different backgrounds. And it's, I was not expecting that, which, which is great. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's been a, that was an expectation I did not have and, and was kind of interesting to be like, oh, that's, that's weird. Okay. That's cool. Outstanding. So got a couple more questions here then. And for kind of when people are thinking about coming up here, I've noticed it kind of gets divided up into kind of just thinking about moving up here. It's, it's something that's on the radar. It's not really something that, you know, it's not uh, not do or die for them just yet from there. They, they kind of move on to planning to where they're just trying to see, okay, does this make sense for us? Logistically, can we make it work? And number three is like, you're in the middle of it and you're, you're making it happen. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to someone who's thinking about moving up here? What, what advice would you give to them? I mean, I'd be curious. So my advice is just do it. Like if you're, go- if you're, if you think and you're playing, you've been looking at it and you've come up here and you know what you're getting into and, and you've done the research, just do it. Like, like they're procrastinating on it is just like whatever like I, that's but that's my personality maybe um you know like it is an adventure it is um it's been exciting i'm super happy with the decision that we made to move up here um we didn't you know but i'm i'm not one to to, to kind of you know metic- <laughs> if you have the opportunity you should just grab it grab it it's great um i've been super happy i can't I would not recommend people not to come up here. It's, it's, it's just an experience in itself. And um, yeah, I, I would say do it. Um, you know, 
don't 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 spend your whole life planning to do it just do it <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get a analysis paralysis <laughs> yeah i, I mean because you can and and uh, I, I yeah that's my advice is is uh if you've decided that you like it and you love it and you want to come up here do it like it is if you can if you have the means and the opportunity don't wait that's great i, I yeah that's my advice perfect so kind of moving on here to the next step then for the people in the planning stage, what, what advice would you give these people that are, are trying to figure, trying to see now if this makes sense for them? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot to plan. So, um, you know, obviously employment is a big deal. Um, Housing is a big deal. Um, whether you're buying or renting or, or whatever you're doing, like, and that's, that actually is a good plan for a lot of people, depending on the situation is, you know, get, if you are worried about it, um, give yourself an out, right. Um, you don't have to buy a house when you move up here, you can rent or you can, mm-hmm. you can kind of give yourself that out and, and, you know, just decide on how committed you are to it or, and then, and then pursue those options. Right. Because I'd say, you know, I bought a house, um, you know, but that that was that was that was how I weighed it and there's other ways to do it for sure but but you know you want to plan it make sure that you can cover it the the cost of the move is definitely expensive um so if you have a job that helps with relocation or anything like that that's also helpful but the planning part is like you you definitely want to plan Uh, plan on where you're going to land um is the biggest thing like you you got to have a place to to stay obviously that's the that would be the biggest thing is Make sure your employment's solid and make sure you're, you've got a place to land when you, right when you get here. Because you don't want to be up here looking around trying to figure out what you're going to do. That's, that's not the right way to go. Um, but yeah. yeah, unfortunately, I've seen a, a number of people do it. And it's, um, I mean, you can do some backflips and make it happen, but that's not a, not a yeah, good introduction. I mean, especially if you're looking in Anchorage, right? I mean, you'd know more about this than me, but like Anchorage seemed very, very competitive. Uh, housing market and and the rentals seem even crazier so um yeah i mean <laughs> I, I would make sure that is planned out really really well and then plan how you're going to get here too right i mean like the like there's only three there's only about three ways right you can drive it you can fly and ship your stuff or you can take the ferry i don't know of any other way to get here so um plan that out and plan that trip out especially if you're going to drive oh man i mean like I, i've done the drive before but if you haven't done that drive before, you definitely need to plan it out. Um, especially now with the restrictions. Like, um, and then you know, there's other things to think about too. Um, if you're going to do the drive, uh, planning out is really important, but also like if you're bringing your stuff with you or you're hauling it, um, there's certain things that you got to be aware of uh, in Canada. Like the, there's different laws in Canada, especially for transporting firearms or, um, you know, just some other stuff like that. You gotta, you don't want to get, you don't want to get to the border and get, get hit with that kind of stuff. So uh, plan it out carefully and know what you're doing and where you're going. Um, that, that, that's important too, if you're going to, especially if you're going to drive it. Yeah. Cause I mean, by the time you're driving it, I mean, 
you're you're doing an international trip at this point so yeah and that, and that's important it is international and make sure you you know you you don't want to show up there without your passport <laughs> it will turn you back so hard <laughs> yeah and, and there's only right now with the restrictions i don't know if they've looked i don't think they've looked at them yet but there's only certain ports you can enter uh you can't really prearrange it either like you got to kind of show up and be like well i I live in Alaska. Here's here's proof. Please let me through. You know, I I wasn't up, I wasn't excited about that prospect, but um, you know, I mean, they're they're Canadians. They're friendly, right? They'll let you through. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't take that chance. I would make sure you know that you have that plan through and thought through, um, and you know and you know what the uh, the regulations are because the the fines are pretty steep. When I looked into it at the time we were moving back a couple months ago, it was. They only gave you so much time, and, the, and if mm-hmm. if you left the main highway, there, there's all these things, the rules and and fines during this pandemic time that ugh, it was just like, oh man, I don't want to mess with all that. Yeah, they're they're not playing around. I was <laughs> um, talking with um, some other folks that I helped move up here, and they they took the Alcan, and yeah, they said so. You really stand out because you're driving around in a big U-Haul truck. Mm-hmm. And if you get off the route, then they will rat you out. They will call. They will call the authorities and and let them know you're not where you're supposed to be. So it's and when I yeah the fines are not when I looked at the fines I was like wow that that's a lot of money even I mean when you translate it to U.S. it's even more. So I was like oh wow that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't get lost. Know where you're going. <laughs> oh man can you imagine getting lost no or just like take the wrong turn get on a side road and get popped for a pretty large fine like it's not worth it like you gotta be careful with that stuff yeah i mean you'll get it, it's gonna get better right i mean i mean, I would hope it gets better cured soon with hopefully we're you know we're getting vaccinations and getting things handled there so yeah knock on wood because i knock last wood, i yeah. heard <clears throat> yeah last i heard they were actually locking down even more like saying you had to um, quarantine for two weeks like either either immediately going into or once you entered you have to like quarantine for two weeks and then yeah well that's a good point too is um alaska has some rules right the state has some rules that are a little weird i mean like if you fly into the airport, you've got to prove that you had a COVID test and it was negative. Right. And it had to be within so many hours before you got on the plane and the boat was the same way, but the law was written for airplanes, not boats. So it gets really weird with ferry. So, um, we were really, we were really stressing out because we had to get a test within 42 hours, but we weren't sure we could get the test results back in time when we back when we were doing it. Cause it was like huge amount of testing was going on. Uh, and so, you know, and then you've got to get the results back and then you've got to give the results to them in a form that they will accept. And there's no standard for that. It doesn't say like, is it, does it need to be a printout? Can I show it to you on my phone? Can I like, there's no, there's no regular, there's nothing that says what it has to be. Right. Um, so this hasn't been done before. So, right. Yeah. So it's like, here's here's the lab results. Is this good enough? Like, um, you know, I don't know, like there was some people that got, they had tests, but they got the wrong kind of test. Um, oh, they no. had a, they had a rapid test. They were in front of us so checking in to get on the boat and they had the wrong test. And 
they got turned away. They were like, no. And this is an expensive boat ride that's non-refundable. So um, I don't know how they handled that part. But um, yeah, they were like, well, what are we supposed to do? And he's like, well, you know, it was basically like good luck. But like you got, they got the wrong kind of test. They got the rapid test, not the antigen or whatever test. PC whatever acronym they're using for it these days, but uh, the molecular based test is what they require. So, oh. yeah, I mean, like so read the fine print when you're doing your planning, uh, especially if you're moving up re- soon uh, with this pandemic still going on. And then when you get to Alaska, Alaska has some rules too, right? So, um, and the place where I work is, you know, they have to follow those rules because they're. Uh, I work at the University of Alaska in Anchorage, and they. Um, they follow those rules and they're, they're, they're strict about them. So, um, I had to quarantine for 14 days before I could go into to work. Um, so you got to plan for that, right. Make sure you, know, you have enough food and, um, you know, all that stuff. I mean, they're not really checking on you, you know, make sure you're doing it, but like that's the, the mandate is to, to quarantine for two weeks or 14 days once you enter the state. So, um, it took an extra two weeks to actually go into to work so that was a thing so that that kind of planning is really important at least right now right yeah being uh being somebody who has some attention to detail really can really can pull you out of the fire lately <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely made me better at it because i'm <laughs> yeah i think we all had to get better pretty quick <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> All right. Um, what, so moving on to the third stage here, what would you say to someone who's in the process of actually moving up here? I mean, that's still pretty recent for you and you remember kind of the, um, kind of the stress that goes along with it and the specific challenges. So what would you tell someone who's kind of in the thick of it? You know, stick to your plan. Hopefully your plan's good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. Like it, it, you know, I mean, it's stressful. Like, it's going to be stressful, but you know, take a, take a breath. And, and, um, it's, it's, it was, that was, that was something I was shocked about. It was way more stressful than I thought. I don't normally get stressed out and I was pretty stressed. You got everything you own, you know, in a, in a U-Haul and, <laughs> and you know, and, and you're, yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's like, and you're moving it, you know, over in my case, over 3000 miles like that. That's, you know, luckily I was on the boat was really good for that, but like, that's a lot of, of stuff and everything has, you want everything to go right. And it really needs to go right. Right. The board, if you're driving, you get the border crossing has to go right. If you're you know, on the boat, you have to have, like I said, the COVID tests have to be done correctly, get the right test, get it in the right time frame. Um, you know, just all of these pieces have to fall in line. So definitely pay attention to the details. Um, try not to stress out too hard and, and, um, try to enjoy it, which is the hard part. I'm like, that's why I recommend the ferry it was such a great way for us to move. Cause once I got on the boat, it was just like a big sigh of relief and you could just kind of relax. It was, it, it was super helpful. Yeah. Cause I mean, once you're on the ferry, I mean, you're going to make it to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's high probability. Yeah. Hi, okay. I'll take that back. <laughs> high probability. <laughs> Unless something about functions or piracy suddenly becomes yeah, an issue. Yeah. Again. yeah. Um, <laughs> and even then, I mean, I don't, uh, the piracy would be, no, there's none of that. Up, not, not up here. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, no, I mean that I highly recommend that mode of travel, especially if you are prone to stress because wow, it, it was, um, it was definitely relaxed being able to just kind of breathe and be like, okay, we made it. We're like, this is like the hard parts are over. Right. So it's like, all I have to do is sit here on this, on the deck and let somebody else steer me to Alaska at this point. I don't have to mess with the car for 12 hours a day. (laughs) No. And and once you get off now, once I got off, I was terrified because, um, it was extremely cold and extremely snowy and we had to hit the tunnel and there's a, there's a whole logistics around the whole winter or winter thing, the tunnel. And it's a very interesting, there's a very interesting town. That is probably one of the most unique things I've ever seen as far as like how people like live in a community in the United States. That is a, a very unique town. Everybody lives in like one building and they have a tunnel that only is open one direction for so long. So, um, so once I got off, I was like, Oh, you know, drive through all the snow and get through all this craziness, but, um, wasn't that bad. Once you get to the highway, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, once you get past the tunnel, yeah, it's just, yeah, then it was no big deal. Just a windy, and it was windy highway. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Like the mountains and just driving through that, get on the peninsula there to get up to the highway. It's just. Um, it's just like I, my kid we were just looking at each other like the whole time like do we, do we live here we really moved here this is insane <laughs> like this is this is a postcard like people don't live here because <clears throat> yeah, i mean if you guys are going along the along the uh, the seward highway there i mean yeah. it's just mountains and you've got the, the inlet right there it was it breathtaking unbelievable it, i mean it looked like a, a picture out of a magazine or it's just like but, but it's real. It's right in front of you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, is there any other, I guess, pieces of advice or, or things you'd like to like to leave with? Patience is good too. Like be patient. I would say, um, things take longer up here. Things are a little slower up here. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, you're gonna have to develop a little bit of patience. Uh, that's a big one, um, especially just dealing with dealing with kind of just life in general. Um, yeah, I mean, that's like a big one: patience and and um, you know, just kind of uh, figuring out how to do it in in the in a, in a way that's not super stressful. Like that that was that was a big deal. So. Um, yeah, I mean, and like I said, give yourself plenty of time to get where you're going and to get what you need. It definitely is. That's been the biggest thing. Perfect. All right. Well, Alan, I do appreciate it. This has been very, um, very opening kind of a perspective because I mean, I'm obviously talking about moving up here all the time, but I haven't done it recently. So it's easy to kind of forget what that's like. So I, I do really appreciate it. And if you have any other questions or concerns about moving to Alaska, definitely feel free to check out my YouTube channel at Alaska Realtor. And we do have quite a few videos on there talking about a diverse you know, number of circumstances you can expect to move up here. So definitely go check that out. And um, yeah, without further ado, Alan, I do appreciate it, sir. And yeah, we'll catch pleasure. you down. Oh,